listening to A Minute with Pastor Mark. We are in Acts chapter 22 today, and Acts 22 has 30 verses in it. What's going on in Acts chapter 22 is that at the end of 21, at the end of Acts chapter 21, Paul has gone into the temple, and when he goes into the temple, he's got a couple of guys with him from Ephesus. He gets accused of bringing them into places where only Jews can be, which is a false accusation. So he basically has a false accusation brought against him. Then you have some troublemakers who really stir up the crowd. They grab Paul, they drag him out of the temple, they beat him, and you have all these people that are doing this stuff against Paul, physically harming him, and really don't even know why they're doing it. It's just a mob has gotten stirred up. And so the Romans, who really want there to be peace in a city, and they kind of rule with an iron fist, they see what's going on. They see all this disruption. So they come and they break everything up, and they're trying to get the story as to what's going on here. Paul's saying one thing. Everybody else is saying all kinds of different things. And that's what leads us to Acts 22, because in Acts 22, Paul wants to speak to the crowd that has just been beating him, which is an amazing thing if you think about it, because if somebody's beating you or trying to kill you, would you necessarily want to speak to them? I guess you'd have some words for them, but maybe it's it's not the words that Paul has for these people because he wants to use the opportunity to share his testimony, which is what he does in the first 22 verses or first 21 verses where he gives his account of his personal testimony. So if you go back to Acts 9, that was Luke's version of how Paul was converted. And then Acts 22 is Paul's conversion in his own words. So he's speaking in Hebrew, he's speaking in their language, and and he shares his testimony. And he talks about being on the road to Damascus and how that the, a light shone and, and, and he was blinded. And then he, he goes into the city and a man, Ananias, came and, and helped him receive his sight and gave him some words of encouragement. And then he was baptized. And, and so he's telling all of his, his story. And then he gets down to verse 21, where it says, Then he said to me, Depart, for I will send you far from here to the Gentiles. And verse 22 says, And they listened to him until this word, which is the word Gentiles. And then they raised their voices and said, Away with such a fellow from the earth, for he is not fit to live. Then as they cried out and tore off their clothes and threw dust in the air, the commander ordered him to be brought into the barracks, ordered that Paul be brought into the barracks. What I wanted really for us to focus on today was this contrast between Paul and how he dealt with people and how the people are dealing with Paul. Paul is motivated and driven by his love for Jesus Christ and his love for the Jewish people. And it doesn't matter how many times they beat him. It doesn't matter how many times they slander him. He still loves them and wants them to hear the good news of Jesus Christ, and he just won't give up. 
And it really shows his heart. He's driven by love. He's driven by Christ and the Holy Spirit. And it's just really a motivation for me on how I want to live in contrast to all of these other people that are driven by hate and anger and resentment and bitterness. I mean, to say something about Paul that away with such a fellow from the earth for he is not fit to live, it just shows how enraged and bitter their heart has become. The way of Jesus, the way of love, the way of being led by the Holy Spirit is just the best way to live. It just produces so many, such a better quality of life in that we don't hold resentment. We don't hold bitterness in our heart. We're just keeping our eyes on Jesus and living our life for him. The way of Paul, even though it doesn't seem like that that's the best way and that it led to him being beaten, it led to him being arrested, but it is the better way. It's just the better way to live rather than to live this life of resentment and hatred and bitterness and holding grudges, which is the majority, honestly, of people in the world. So Jesus, would you help us to live how you lived? Even as you're dying on the cross, you're saying, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And Paul models this here. He loves these people and he wants them to hear the good news about you. Lord, fill our hearts with the same love that Paul had and you had. And Lord, may we root out any bitterness and resentment and hatred that we would have towards others. Your way is a better way. We know it. And we pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Well, you guys have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday.